Hey guys, welcome back to Magnifying Motherhood. I'm your host, Nicole Ride, and I'm so happy you guys are listening today. I have a really special guest and friend with me. Um, as always, you can find us on Instagram at Magnifying Motherhood, period, Nicole. So today I have a wonderful friend. I met her in Idaho, actually through our husbands. Um, they were friends before, and we just happened to do, what was it, like a date night or something? Mm-hmm. And we just clicked really well. And we had a lot of the same personality traits, the way we thought about the world and ways we thought about our marriages. And we just we always laugh and like tease about stuff. And we're just very honest with each other. I feel like I can tell her anything. So without further ado, I have Megan Osler with me. And I want to just give her a little minute to share some stuff about herself, just some basic introduction stuff. So go ahead, Megan. Hey, my name's Megan. Um, I have a one and two month old baby named Finn. So flipping cute. He's really cute. So cute. (laughs) And yeah, he's just kind of the best thing that's ever happened to us. Um, I've been married. This is our fourth year. So we just Mm. hit three years in November. Nice. And I, we just moved from Idaho to California recently because my husband's doing grad school and I've been teaching piano on the side of being a mom. That's awesome. I didn't know you taught piano right now. Yeah. That's cool. I just got some students. Yeah, you're very talented, so that's <laughs> cool you can, like, use that. Um, so I wanted to have Megan on today because she had a very interesting and unique experience with her birth of her son, Finn. Um, he ended up being in the NICU for quite a while, which we'll yeah. get into. Um, but, you know, I think that Unless you are a NICU mom or dad, you don't know what it's like. And so the closest thing you can get to that feeling, I believe, is through others' stories and hearing their emotion as they tell their story. So I really just wanted to have her on today to kind of share her birth story and then also to talk about how we can support other NICU moms or if you are a NICU mom, you know, to validate your feelings and to help you heal. So Megan, why don't we start with you just talking about how your pregnancy was going overall, kind of what week you were in, and then what was the turning point that you noticed, like, oh, shoot, I think I'm in labor. Like, what was that? Okay, so the entire pregnancy seemed to just be totally normal. I had morning sickness, evening sickness, just a typical pregnancy, never really seemed to have any issues, and it was just smooth sailing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then around... 28 weeks we were just hanging out with a group of friends and I was having what I thought to be Braxton Hicks (laughs) really bad oh and I'd had Braxton Hicks earlier in my pregnancy around like 18 weeks Mm -hmm. which I just found out isn't super typical like it can happen but it's not interesting usually it's a little bit later yeah because it's your body like preparing for contractions but looking back on it I'm like oh Shoot. Maybe that was a Maybe sign. Maybe that played into it, huh. but I'm not okay. sure. Yeah. So around 28 weeks, I was having just like super bad, what I thought to be Braxton Hicks. <laughs> and and you're was, like, if this is Braxton Hicks, then what the heck are real contractions? <laughs> yeah. So I was uh, like, it's first baby. You don't really yeah. know. I had no idea what contractions were. No. But we were just hanging out with a group of friends, so I was toughing it out. <laughs> and so the, by the time they left, I ended up calling the hospital and being like, hey, this is happening. What do I do? Yeah. 
And so they gave me all these pointers on how to like subside the pain if they were Braxton Hicks and I did them all. Did they tell you like just to sit in the bath or something? Yeah, I feel like so I they remember tell you that. To, like lay on your left side and count oh, the minutes and then get in the bath and count the minutes and it really did help like some yeah. of the pain. Mm-hmm. But by later in like the middle of the night I was just dying. So yeah. I called the hospital again and I'm like it's not going away. They're like, maybe just try to sleep through it. Because I was so early, they're <laughs> oh like, oh my word. This has to be Braxton Hicks. Yeah. I was at, yeah, 28 weeks. Interesting. So I ended up toughing it out till the morning. And by morning, I was like in the bath on my left side. Like nothing was helping. So I'm like, okay, I need to go. <sighs> my husband had already left to work. He's yeah. 30 minutes away. So I called my cousin. And was like, I need you to take me to the doctors because something's wrong. So I went to my OB and they like checked everything. I, fun fact, didn't show up on any of the stress tests no or contraction way. monitors. Oh like, my gosh. What are the odds? That is <laughs> like, so weird. I'm in labor and oh the doctor's like, gosh. you're not in labor. Because you're like, the machine is saying I'm not. Oh my and gosh. And I didn't know. So they. You poor thing. <laughs> I ended up being scheduled for like a ultrasound for later just for them to like check my cervix and everything and I couldn't wait for the appointment because I was just like really struggling I'm on the phone with my mom it was kind of like a movie scene where you're like yeah (laughs) (laughs) what is wrong with me yeah and so I ended up going straight into the hospital and being like okay I had an appointment at this time but I'm not gonna make it yeah like something is wrong so they got me in they were really awesome oh good and they didn't even end up doing the ultrasound because right when he went down there to do it, he was like, okay, got on the phone with my doctor and was like, her cervix is 100% thinned and oh she's my completely gosh. effaced. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I don't know what any You're of like, that means. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. I know it's bad, but oh, what does no, it mean? Oh no, you poor thing. And so they took oh. me to labor and delivery. And your husband wasn't there yet? He wasn't there. So the minute <gasps> oh. I was like given that information, Man. I texted him and was like, Get here. Um, you need to come home because I'm pretty sure I'm going into labor. <laughs> yeah. And so he booked it oh, over bet. there. Yeah. He got there so fast. Good. But um the labor and delivery nurses I worked with too were amazing. Oh, like I was just thinking about that today and looking back on it, they were just like the funnest ones. They made your ever. experience. And they made better. it okay. Like it was oh, horrible, good. but they made it okay. Good. So that was awesome. But um I ended up transferring to a hospital thirty minutes away that was like better suited for early early babies oh, okay and so they like I remember them checking for dilation and they could feel his little toes oh my gosh like he was <gasps> totally because so he wasn't head first Mm-mm. which was because he wasn't he was, probably supposed to be no well yeah. he was the whole pregnancy oh my gosh like every <laughs> ultrasound they're like oh he's perfect position and then we get <laughs> when there, do you need him to be when we get there and he's his like, little toes are basically sticking out oh my we're like gosh. really oh so, my gosh yeah i got transferred we um ended up getting to the next hospital and being told like okay you're most likely going to deliver this baby tonight like oh we're planning for a goodness. c-section because he's breached they we're able to give him um, a lung steroid shot, which for oh, yeah. preemie, preemie babies, they need to get two. Okay. And originally, or not originally, they were only 
able to do one at first and they were thinking that was it. Mm-hmm. The doctor came in, told me, okay, you're delivering tonight. Plan on it. Mm. That's what's, that's what's going to happen. And my mom wasn't there. She had booked a flight for the next morning. Aww. Like I was just stressed out of my mind and yeah. I really didn't know what was right. happening because right. I didn't know about NICU babies and like, yeah. like I'd heard of it. Like I, my cousin's a NICU nurse, like, but you're not aware of that world. No. Until yeah. you're really in it. It's totally. True. Yeah. Um, and so I was able, somehow they were able to postpone the labor Okay. Until the next day, miraculously, my mom shows up the next morning. They gave him the second steroid shot, which is, like, a huge deal. Okay, Makes a good, big difference good. for, like, their development and breathing and making it. Okay. Like, So that could have saved so it was him. Just like, yeah. Wow. Big breath of relief. Yeah. Yeah. And I found out that, like, my cousin had called a bunch of people. My mom called a ton of people. My husband called a ton of people. And, like, today I've heard, I've just, I've cried so many times from people saying, like, we prayed so hard for yeah. him. We fasted for your baby. We prayed for your baby. Everyone yeah. was praying for him. Yeah. And it's, like, the craziest thing to hear, like, all these little details that happened that yeah. made it okay <laughs> were through people's prayers. Yeah. And well, I, we, Dylan and I were, one like, that couple yeah. one of the couples that did that like when we found out i mean this was after he was born totally but but it's still we scary totally prayed every day yeah well and we had people telling us we prayed for him the entire time he was in the NICU because we were there yeah. let me finish what i was saying basically <laughs> we postponed it yeah that night i went into labor and it was like um Ended up being emergency C-section because we were supposed to mm. um, go in there and get it done before my water broke. That oh. was their goal because he was breached. Oh, okay. So they're like... Interesting. We need your water to not break. How did your water not break if you were all that effaced and whatever? on like Crazy. severe bed rest. Like, yeah. I couldn't move. <laughs> they're like, hey. Oh my gosh. We were just playing card games. Yeah. And eating. Okay. Hey. <laughs> basically that's nice. <laughs> what we did for okay. like 24 hours. Yeah. Almost. Okay. Probably not quite 24 hours. But we were able to make it till around 6 p.m. The next day. The next wow. day. Wow. So okay. We got, yeah. That's cool. And my mom was there and it was just, everything felt a little bit better. Yeah. And so they were planning on me being there for, like, as long as possible. They're like, if we could keep this baby in for two weeks, you're going to be <laughs> You'll be here. Right. Interesting. But that wasn't the plan. <laughs> Finn wasn't, said, wasn't Mommy, plan. I'm coming now. <laughs> yeah. So, like, right after dinner, I started getting really bad contractions again and going into labor. So they're like, okay, let's get Nick, my husband, suited up mm-hmm. and roll you into the delivery room yeah and so they're like we need to get you a spinal block before your water breaks oh wow and Ooh. right when they sat me up to do the spinal <gasps> block, no my water burst no and so i'm just like ah! froze i'm like, like what does this okay, mean it broke so they didn't have time to do the spinal tap so what? i start getting a breathing tube put down megan i had no oh, idea i know it's oh my gosh kind of the that's kind of traumatizing ever. Talking about okay. it now is definitely easier. Oh, yeah. But, like, 
before it was yeah lots of tears not your favorite topic (laughs) no (laughs) but it's kind of crazy yeah basically i went under general anesthesia and they had to just do it really quick and nick was no longer able to come in yeah is that where you general where you like kind of black out like you weren't awake for it no yeah okay because that's what i got too yeah yeah Yeah. okay completely under Mm -hmm. and so when i woke up i hadn't had a spinal block so i just felt like like i was being cut open oh my gosh (laughs) better term yeah no that's what it feels like when you feel the pain yeah but it was horrible i was totally out of it i met finn four hours later just totally drugged up like i barely remember the first time I met him oh yeah could you my vision was blurry after when I met Andrew and that broke my heart was your vision like blurry at all do you remember I just remember being so delusional just out of it that it's like I couldn't even tell you (laughs) yeah you're like I don't know like I mainly remember the second day when I was wheeled in to meet him for the first time Mm. and just seeing him in the little incubator was like this shock to my system like totally Crap. That rocks your world. What's happening? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's like we need a minute <laughs> on the podcast to, like, process this because yeah. that's, like, a lot. Um, it's kind of the overall whirlwind. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, I want to ask you the emotions you were feeling, but right. that's a lot. Like, you know, what were what was, like, maybe your initial thought when you saw him, like, in that incubator for the first right second time whatever it was the second day um it was pretty heartbreaking because you realize how not good they're doing but at the same time you have to like step back and think he's supposed to be developing in my stomach yeah so they just kind of make the mock (laughs) womb yeah right technology is incredible it's insane and all the nurses are just like just be so grateful it's during this time where we've come so far yeah and because isn't 28 weeks the third trimester 28 weeks is like the cutoff that they want you to make make it wow like my doctor was like obviously 28 weeks is such an early preemie yeah but you kind of made it to the higher percentage of survival rates what a miracle so many miracles along the way like everything seems like it's a miracle oh my word yeah i can't even imagine Mm -hmm. i remember from my point of view just like an onlooker when you guys posted your Instagram post saying he's here, I'll be honest, I was crying more sad tears than happy tears because I was worried right. about him making it, honestly. Yeah. I didn't tell you that in the moment because I did not – I want to be your support, and I did not right. want to freak you out. But talking about it now, I think we're both comfortable where I can right. tell you that. Like, it broke my heart, and I was like, is this baby going to make it? Like, oh, my gosh, yeah. And I'm so – so grateful that he did and he pulled through and he is a healthy happy little boy he's all over the place now all over the place so okay so what was it like for you and nick to like kind of go through this together like how did it kind of not necessarily affect your marriage because we don't have to get into that but like you know what kind of things were brought up he was awesome Mm. awesome like i think oh my gosh i'm gonna cry that's okay. I'm going to cry too. <laughs> I feel like, dang it. <laughs> I feel like looking back on it, he carried all the emotions inside because mine were all outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. <laughs> Basically, I was a mess. Yeah. Thinking like, why? Yeah. Why did this have to happen? Why 
is he gonna how long are we gonna be in here why do I not know if my baby's gonna come out like yeah that's not fair and he was always like it's gonna be okay like it's he just carried it and sometimes I feel horrible looking back because I would get mad at him like be sad like please just come here like break with me please and he's like and he did a few times but he would tell me he's like I didn't need to be broken on the outside too. Like I was, I wanted to be there for you, Mm. which was awesome. It was definitely necessary, but wow, he was pretty incredible during the whole thing. Yeah. I bet it made you guys just that much stronger. Like if you can get through that in a marriage, you can get through so much more. (laughs) And like, I hope you don't have to, (laughs) I don't wish that upon you, but I'm just saying, I bet that really strengthened you guys. Definitely is a perfect match because I definitely had emotions exploding at certain points just because of how, strung it is oh totally and i mean you just freaking gave birth like not only was finn having problems but you just like got your body ripped open right and you're trying to heal yourself and your uh what's it called your hormones are all over the place and then you know so it's like you had every reason to have your emotions everywhere because you know there's just so much going on even with a normal 40 week birth i still was everywhere with my emotions so and you're like tired and you're just exhausted and it's like you can't even think straight so and there's so many like I feel like with the NICU baby there's so many what ifs that your mind probably just constantly races right well and it's never a okay well this happened so we're okay now it's Mm -hmm. like well let's take it day by day day by day yeah 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 oh man that's so heavy I really didn't know or realize how heavy it probably was um which is exactly why I thought you were perfect to talk to about this because, like I said, you can't know it unless you go through it. Right. Um, okay, and so, like, kind of along those lines of the harder emotions, like, do you feel like you got robbed of some pregnancy or birth experiences? And if so, what were they? So, this one's kind of sad, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but just because you look, I don't know, based on social media and, yeah. like, people in my life yes. and friends, and you see this, like, sweet moment of accomplishing, like, delivering a baby, or even C-sections, having them removed, and getting a baby put in your face or yeah. on your chest, and, like, getting to meet them for the yeah. first time as, like, this, I did it, like, yeah, here's my baby, and I'm, like, drugged up, thinking, did he make it? Is he alive? Oh. Like... I have no idea what's going on right yeah. now. Yeah. And so that one was probably one of the hardest for me. And then also, I didn't get to put... This is superficial. But I did <laughs> not get to put clothes on him oh, for yeah. like a month. I remember and that. Like the funnest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> tiny baby. So I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So the first time putting clothes on him and the teeny was that tiny special? creamy clothes are just... Even though it's sad, they're, they're the adorable. things in the world. The creamy diapers... Oh my gosh, they're tiny. Tiny, tiny smaller yeah. than my phone. Yeah, tiny. tiny. Yeah. But how much yeah. did he weigh at birth? He was two pounds, 13 ounces. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He was itty bitty. Yeah. Um, when was the first time that you got to actually hold him? Was he able to be held like because of that incubator thing? I don't know. So that was another hard thing because that I did feel pretty robbed of oh, because mm-hmm. I don't know if I wasn't able to, no one really communicated this to me, but I just, you don't feel like you are allowed to 
Yeah. Because you go in and it's not, not allowed. You feel like it's dangerous. Like, right. You don't want to hurt them. Right. Yeah. And so if no one's telling you, hey, let's like schedule a time for you to hold him. Hey, yeah. this might be a good time. You're just like, am I ever going to hold my baby? Yeah. They tell you in the beginning that all you get to do is finger hugs. Can so you, you explain that? Stick your hand through the <laughs> hole of the box. Oh my gosh. <laughs> isolate yeah. is what they yeah. call them. Mm-hmm. Stick your finger through the isolate and your little baby can hold your finger. Oh. And that was it. That's for it. like three or four days. Oh wow! And then I that's think, a long time. I can't remember if because it was late at night the first time I held him, so I don't remember if it was mm-hmm. the third day or like midnight the fourth okay. day. Okay. Yeah. It's basically the third day. Wow. Um, I got to finally hold him, and that was a whole whirlwind because he's just this tiny little yeah like guinea pig almost <laughs> like that baby finny pig yeah. <laughs> oh it's my like gosh. the sweetest thing Cheesy ever jokes. To, <laughs> to finally oh, have him. Like, yeah, was it so special? Yeah. yeah. Did you just feel finally like bonded oh almost? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So that really that was solidified. Like, this it. is my baby. Oh, good. Because you're just looking at them, yeah. and even though they're so cute, like I haven't touched it. Yeah, it makes a difference, yeah. I think, for sure. Yeah. They say that the they call it kangaroo care, mm-hmm. the skin to skin yeah. in the NICU. They say that, like, that's one of the most important things for your baby's, like, health and progression, but it's almost better for the mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was doing for him, Aww. but it was everything yeah. for me. Aww. That's so sweet. Yeah, it's, like, finally, like, a light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. almost, for that moment to happen. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry I kind of did a tangent there, but were there any other experiences that you wanted to share that, like, you kind of felt bummed out that you didn't get to have? Um, I mean, was that pretty probably much the only other thing is like just the initial, like taking your baby home. Mm-hmm. Like we were in the NICU for yeah. 80 days. Wow. And so wow, it just wow, felt wow. like we were never, ever going yeah. to leave and I was never going to get to use the nursery and I was never mm. going to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's such a special thing taking your baby home mm-hmm. that it's like, and never knowing when Yeah, <laughs> it's like this whole level just of madness. Yeah. We feel like you're going crazy a little bit. Well, yeah, and I remember, I feel like you guys had to put your lives on pause. Like, Nick was still in school, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Well, that was the other crazy and thing. And that, like, rocked his world. His teachers were pretty awesome about it, but he was almost all online because it was during COVID. COVID. Yeah. And so he would just sit in the NICU with me and just be in classes and doing homework <laughs> all day. He actually, ironically got some of the best grades he's ever gotten interesting which is horrible but <laughs> oh my gosh not the best circumstances but that's awesome <laughs> oh my gosh yeah one good thing yeah <laughs> wow that's Silver interesting lining. yeah <laughs> it's good to find the positive right. and like you know not joke about everything but make light of some right. stuff you can right. so that it feels okay um so I want to focus now more on like the positive because I know we covered a lot of more emotional stuff and the the new the good news is that he's here and he's good like nothing to worry about now it's just it was a very hard time in your life yeah yeah you know so it's like we want to talk about that so that we can Mm -hmm. experience it and like hear from you but also I don't want this whole episode to be so like sad you know um so in the NICU, since you were there for so long, what were some of the things that people did? You know, you mentioned prayers, but what oh, other yeah. things did people do to support you guys? People were incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Tons of our friends, family, like probably every member of our family at one point 
extended family, aunts, uncles, cousins, sent us DoorDash cards. Oh, yeah. Sent crumble cookies. Sent <laughs> Those are heaven sent. So good. <laughs> yes. Sent dinners and money for meals. And because we were living in the, I don't think I mentioned this, in the oh. Ronald McDonald Charity House. Yeah. Which, heck, a shout out to them. Oh, yeah. Because they're incredible. That's awesome. And we were able to stay in the hospital for three weeks. And so we didn't. We lived 30 minutes away from the hospital, so once we went home, it was that was a whole nother level of right horrible. Yeah. Because then we just had to commute to our baby every day, <laughs> which we did, <sighs> and yeah. it was fine, but the people that can't, that's heartbreaking. Oh, yeah, totally. And so, yeah, I didn't take any classes that semester, so I was able to <laughs> yeah. make that happen. That. Yeah. But, um, yeah, our family was incredible. Friends were incredible. We got people sending us care packages and Ben mowing us like people were incredibly generous and yeah amazing so many sweet texts and yeah and like I don't even you hadn't had a baby shower yet had you no so you probably didn't have a lot of your resources yet for when you would take him home did that stress you out well in the time of the NICU like the 80 days we were Mm -hmm. there my mom put together this um it wasn't an online baby shower because I know that those were big too. Oh yeah. But it was like she sent out almost an, an a baby announcement. Like oh how yeah. People do graduation okay. yeah. announcements. Right. She did like, hey, Finn's here. <laughs> like, if you want to, yeah. Drop a gift off at our house That's or because cool. I didn't even have time to make the registry. Oh, like my that goodness. didn't happen either. And so it was just like, <laughs> um, what do we do? But yeah. people were amazing. Like I remember meeting up with my mom and opening all the gifts with her when they came down for, um, my brother ended up getting married while we were still in the NICU, but he (laughs) came to Idaho and they got married there. And so we were able to be there, which was awesome. But she brought so many things that I was just blown away. Yeah. So it was like, I didn't even need the baby shower. (laughs) Oh, people totally took care of us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like community will come through, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It was incredible when you need them. So, that's really cool. Um, was there anything that you wish, you know, maybe people would have done for you? Just so that we know as listeners, like, what can we do for other Nikki moms? Like, was there anything you felt like you didn't get or, like, Honestly, support? I feel like people were amazing. I think that it's hard for people to understand. And so sometimes there would be comments made oh, or yeah. things said that are were just like, okay, well, you don't really understand, so that's not very helpful. Right. And so just being extra sensitive to people with babies in the NICU or just, yeah, Yeah. being very aware of what you're saying because they have no idea. Yeah, that is something that I need to work on because I'm one of those people that, like, I I have the best intentions, but sometimes I just don't have a filter or it comes across, like, maybe the wrong way. And so I'm always worried, like, oh, shoot, am I going to say the wrong thing? Did I say the wrong thing? Like, and for the most part, like, know. 90% everyone was incredible. Yeah. But there were definitely certain times where I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay. Yeah. Mm, not talking to you again. Right. Bye. But for the most part, everyone <laughs> yeah. was pretty dang amazing. Because yeah. Because you can see in pictures that it's Did you not feel typical. like distractions helped you at all? Like going out yeah I Did actually that help you had, at all? I had a few times where because I was in the NICU from like 9 a.m to sometimes 3 a.m yeah just 
I would never leave. And so you're watching as your baby. Um, there's a term they use called Brady D stats when oh, okay. your baby. That's what Finn struggled with the most was, and that's just a development thing, developmental thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Oh well, you know Get what I'm you're saying. saying. <laughs> um, where they their heart rate drops and their oxygen level drop because they just kind of forget to breathe oh. because they're not. They fully haven't quite developed. learned it yet. Yeah. Right, and so. He did that a little bit longer than babies should, mm. which for him, it just luckily ended up being just how he was. Okay. And so he ended up growing out of it, but they were concerned about it. And so they ran almost every test you can run on a baby in the NICU. Oh my goodness. And he just had the stress of like sitting there watching him get like EKGs, which are like oh. brain scans and yeah. heart ultrasounds. That's and hard to watch. Looking for s- signs of seizure. And you're like, Ugh. what? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, that isn't right. Yeah. Right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I remember... I had a very, very low-scale experience of the NICU. Nothing compared to anything like that. But he was... Andrew was in the NICU for, like, four days, I think it was. And from my experience, even just those four days, I missed him so much. And I felt really guilty and really bad that I wasn't with him. And I mean, I was at 40 weeks and so like my milk was starting to come in and I could start to pump, but it was really difficult because they were like, the nurses were, some of them were pressuring me really hard to like pump all these times and go bring the milk up to him and then, you know, rest, but also be there with him. And I was like, well, what do I do? Do I rest (laughs) or do I go be with him? Like, it was so difficult to like play these little musical rooms, you know, like musical chairs, but musical hospital rooms. And it's like, where do you put your time and energy? It's like, of course, as a mother, you want to be right there with your baby. But you also have to remember to like take care of yourself and your mental health Mm -hmm. and your own body. Yeah. So that was like a huge thing that I learned just even from my four days. And so anytime in the NICU. Oh, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. And because it's like, well, why are they there? Like, yeah. When is it going to stop? So many unanswered questions. And I mean, especially when they're born like super early. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. I think it must have been the biggest miracle to watch Finn grow each week, though. And, like, make improvements. He's literally a miracle baby. Yeah. Like, entirely. I call him that all the time. Yeah. Just because he, even though he, like, struggled with the whole breathing thing, he progressed so quickly and always did really well. We had one point where we, like, thought we were going home a month early. But then they (laughs) gave him shots and that, like, for his vaccinations. Oh. (laughs) And that, like, just knocks those little preemies Mm, out. And so we ended up being there for another month. Oh, wow. Which was, that was probably so difficult. Yeah. Not so probably. It was so yeah. difficult. <laughs> yeah. Where we just were like thinking we were you going had that home. hope. Yeah. And then the last four or five weeks just dragged because yeah. we're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I remember when we, we went out to dinner one time, mm-hmm. you and I. We went to Olive Garden to get our <laughs> pasta in because we love pasta. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, like, got a call from the NICU, and I remember you freaked out, and I was freaked out because you're like, what does this mean? And that scared me. And then you just found out they were moving rooms or yeah. something like that. Oh like, it wasn't gosh. a huge deal, but, you know, it, it both freaked us. It freaked us right. both out because 
you never know what that call could mean. And so it's like, that's another thing with the NICU is like, even if you're not there to watch your baby, like you're just trusting the nurses and the doctors and like praying everything's good. Right. Well, and NICU nurses are like a special breed of people. They are angels. That I didn't love, (laughs) which is fine. That might just be personalities, but yeah, for the most part, they are. Yeah. Yeah. They are meant to be NICU nurses because yeah. You want to totally trust the people that are there when you're not. But I had a point, kind of going back to what I was saying, Mm -hmm. with all the crazy tests that they were running on him and being there for 80 days. Oh, yeah. I had a moment where nurses, like, were telling me to go. Like, get out. Like, not in a rude way at all. It was definitely needed. Where they're like, you need to leave. Yeah. Like, you've been here for 12 hours Go to Target. <laughs> go. Go take care go of yourself. Go take yourself out to lunch. Yeah. Get out of the NICU. Interesting. Like, you're going to lose your mind. Yeah. Because just being there and watching his heart rate and oxygen levels drop every two minutes, oh every three gosh. minutes. Oh, my gosh. You stop breathing. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. just, like, frozen, like, like hey, come on. Like, yeah. Figure it well, out, And buddy. you feel probably helpless. Yeah, you like, can't do you anything. You can't do anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Yeah. It's, like, super important to step back sometimes, right. I think. And, well, and I had awesome friends, yeah. including you. Oh, thanks. That would go out with me all the time <laughs> yeah. and go do things with me, and that was really helpful. Yeah. So that's always good. Invite a Nikki mom out <laughs> <laughs> if yes. you live near them. And even if she says no, keep inviting right. her because you never know when right. she'll say yes. Right. Yeah. And gift cards were always awesome oh, because yeah. it helped me and Nick get out. Yeah. people would send us... Like, go out to dinner, and we're like, oh, okay. Something to do. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. good. That'll Interact good. with other adults yeah. and see people, it's like, helpful. not a bunch of babies. Because you yeah. do, you want to be there with your baby 24-7, yeah. and you really need to be told, like, go do something. Yeah. Like, the fact that you had to be told to go do that, I mean, it just shows your devotion and love for him. I mean, you're a great mom. You're an amazing mom. And it's, it's like, you know, Finn had a pretty rough start to life but just look at how much he's overcome and just look at how much you have overcome and how much you've grown and it's amazing to see the progress of the healing and Mm -hmm. the love and just his development it's amazing so um you know there always is hope at the end Mm -hmm. of this craziness of the NICU you know um so, what were your feelings, yours and Nick's feelings, when they said, okay, you're going to go home? How did that feel? So, it's kind of funny because towards the end of your, like, NICU stay mm-hmm. or experience, you know that your baby's okay. Okay. Like, you know when you're You just kind of know, yeah. Because all they are, for the most part... <laughs> because you're not close to going home unless they are okay. Mm-hmm. So they work on, you can't leave until they're eating a certain amount okay. so that they know they're going to like uh-huh. keep growing and be okay on right. like the feeding plan that they're right. given. And so we were like, wait, we just needed him to eat a certain amount of ounces each day yeah. of milk and then we could go. Oh, Wow. <laughs> I forgot what you asked me. <laughs> based on what it oh, was. Oh, I just asked, how did you feel when they said oh, you yeah, could okay. finally go home? 
Right. <laughs> yeah, so when we finally got to that yeah. point that we were, like, told, okay, you are going to go into the transition room, which is where you get to spend the night with your baby after they'd passed a car seat test. So they get put in a car seat for, I think, oh. two hours. <laughs> or it's four. It's a long time wow. to make sure that they don't destat, they don't stop breathing in the car seat. Oh. So they have to pass the car seat test. Yeah. Eat a certain amount of ounces for like three days. Mm-hmm. And then they get cleared <laughs> to go home. So then we do like the transition room where we do a night with our baby to make sure we know how to do everything. Right. Which at that point, we've been there so long that we're like, okay, we know what we're you doing. You got this. So that went really well, and then they, like, let us go in the morning. <gasps> and they're so confident because they're like, hey, he made it. Yeah. Like, and you're just terrified out of your mind. <laughs> and we ended up getting a – we were really hesitant because they're pretty expensive, but we ended up getting an outlet sock. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when you're staring at the screen, seeing his stats all day long to go home, I was putting my finger under his nose constantly. Oh, yeah. Sure he's breathing. I think that's just a natural right. mom thing, too. We but did that, too. But it was just the freakiest thing, like, yeah. not being able to see his, his stats status. <laughs> We're like, are you okay? Are you breathing? <laughs> Poke him. Hello? Legit. You good? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But it was incredible going home and being able to just be free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're done. Like, okay. Yeah. So. In terms of weeks pregnant, when did he leave? Would he have been like quote full term, so we like forty actually, weeks or what? We I left, can't do math. <laughs> we left four days before his due date. Holy cow! So they tell you when you get there, like wow. plan on being here till your due date. Till your due date, yeah. Which is good, but like we did have a few moments in the middle where they're like, "You might be going home." And I'm like, you guys should not have said that oh. because <laughs> we just yeah. kept getting our hopes up, Aww. but. It's good. We made it out before our due date, which is incredible. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. It's a super inspiring story. And, like, I don't know. I just, you don't hear it that often, and especially not in such detail, that sometimes you just assume, oh, their baby came early. The doctors will take care of them. That's fine. Yeah, but it's so much more than that. And there's so many emotions involved in it that you don't even, like, I didn't even know about until you just told me right now. And, like, I think what you said about being sensitive about what you say mm-hmm. is really important. Um, it's an important takeaway for me. And also, like, um, the monetary support you said, like, the financial support, I yeah. think that's really cool. Like, totally. I didn't think about that. Like, right. an opportunity just to go do something, that's, like, a big deal. Yeah, that was probably the biggest, is yeah. just, like, be there for them. That's, yeah. like, the they might not even think they need it or want it, but they need to get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yep, I agree. That is crazy. Just everything. It's just so overwhelming. I mean, yeah. sometimes... Every time I talk about it, I get a little emotional. Oh, I don't blame you. a big thing that happened yeah. in our lives. But yeah, yeah, it is kind of crazy to look back on all of it. Yeah. So with this whole talk about the NICU and being a mother... What would you like to say to other NICU moms that are going through something like this? Like, what would you tell them? Honestly, (laughs) there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Use your support system because your mental health is, like, it's hard for all moms with postpartum and everything. But you're trapped. 
I think so it's harder. You, <laughs> yeah. You need... For a NICU mom. You need to find the people in your life that can help pull you through it because talking to people is so important yeah. throughout the whole thing. And get out. Get with your husband and go out. Go yeah. on a date. Go do something. Go to Target. <laughs> Just go distract <laughs> Anything. yourself. Yeah. Anything. Honestly, don't... It's hard not to sit there and wallow in it totally because I totally did (laughs) but it's like it was nice to have that nurse that was like Megan leave yeah go yeah so yeah I would just say hang in there it's the scariest part of your life but yeah they know what they're doing and for the most part it ends up okay yeah yeah it's gonna be really hard but yeah and like we said, technology advances are yeah. amazing. And there's so much they can do for a baby. Right. Like, and it's your journey. So whatever happens, yeah. good or bad, like that's what was meant to happen. Yeah. And so just hang in there. And honor it and know that you're, you're a an mother. amazing mom. <laughs> yeah. You are killing it if yes. you're a NICU mom. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Um, that's really sweet. Um, so as we kind of wrap up, I just kind of want to talk about like now and like, you know, just going forward. So like, does Finn, you know, what does it look like now with Finn? Like, is he, did he ever experience any like maybe developmental delays because of, you know, being born so early or, you know, is he, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Along the way, there were definitely some like where kids were sitting up or rolling over. That was probably the biggest one, actually, looking back on it, Mm -hmm. is he hated being on his stomach and he wouldn't roll. (laughs) So it's like when all these kids that were Uh, technically his age were all rolling and starting to pull themselves like into a crawling position, I'm like, buddy you gotta roll but it was he eventually caught up to everything there were just like moments of oh like you're a three-month baby no you're a six-month baby yeah. in a three-month body mm-hmm. and so it was like it was okay and he he caught up now that he's 14 months yeah he's i would say nothing's he's totally caught yeah up. i mean like when i see him i'm not like I can tell you're a NICU baby. Everybody's like, like no one he can was tell. A NICU baby. Yeah. What? Like yeah. he's doing really, really well. He's so. like, it was so cool to see him like um, get like chubby. You know, yeah. like watching him on your Instagram post, like mm-hmm. watching him get bigger and like, you know what I mean. Like well, it was just really cool. NICU babies really struggle with the gaining weight and mm-hmm. eating and. He he's a little garbage disposal. <laughs> he really never had a problem with eating. Our babies, they just yeah. love to pack on the pounds. Because I would get calls from, like, we had a <laughs> food specialist that uh-huh. called us weekly probably for the first three months. Oh, okay. To, like, check on it. Uh-huh. And it was never like, oh, we're struggling. It was like, he's eating everything. <laughs> good. So that that's was good news. Yeah, yeah. He did no oh, problem with so eating. Funny. Well, that's cool. Um, well, that is pretty much everything that I wanted to kind of ask you and lay out. Um, is there anything else you feel like we missed that you wanted to share? I don't think so. I think that was awesome. I was pretty nervous to get on here just because I've never done a podcast. Well, you did great. But it was awesome to talk about. And I really yeah. hope that some NICU moms get on here and hear this. Oh, yeah, totally. Or even, even not just NICU normal moms, moms. Just yeah. so they can hear about like, it. Because yeah, it's important to know. Yeah. Everyone's birth journey is going to be 100% different. That's what I've learned. Yeah, and I just, 
really, really look up to you and think Ooh. you're incredible in so many ways. And it was, I was dying to have you on my podcast, <laughs> honestly. Ever since I made the podcast, I was like, I really want to have a Nikki story and I really want it to be Megan's well, I'm because so glad that I just knew <laughs> it would be good and you would Aww. touch so many people. So Thank you. Um, I do ask this question to all of my guests. So I want to end on this question. Um, what is your favorite thing that you have learned from motherhood? Honestly, probably just the joy of having a little person that's mine that I get to care for. It's like one of the most incredible responsibilities to be given as a woman. Yeah. Like, I just created this little life that I, he trusts me with everything. Like, moms are their babies, everything. Whole world. Whole world. And so it's just, I feel really blessed to be a mom and be able to have that responsibility because I love him. He's my tiny little best friend. I love that. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel about my son. It's like, is this really cool thing? Yeah. Yeah. Are we both crying? I think we are. (laughs) Well, we will end on that. Your babies love you and well, your kids, you know, if they're not babies, they love you and you mean the world to them. So keep being an awesome mom whoever's listening and just take this story and apply it to whatever future, you know, NICU moms you meet or whatever you do. Just, you know, I think it's really important. And so, um, as always, I just want to say that you guys are amazing and loved and you have value and whatever stage of life or motherhood you're in, you've got this and you've got help. You've got a community. You can always reach out to me. My DMs are always open on Instagram. (laughs) Even if I don't know you, I'd love to chat. Um, So if you like this episode, please share it and subscribe um, and like it. Leave a review if you feel so inclined. And I'm just so grateful for you guys listening and supporting me with this passion project. So thank you so much and talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.